welcome to Pure Hustle Podcast. I'm Mike. And this is Orlando, and we're on episode 285. Yeah. And this is going to be a different kind of episode. Yeah. A lot of our episodes are different kind of episodes. No, no, but this one, we haven't done something like, we, we did something like this way back when. I mean, I'm talking about like pre-100s. Yeah, it's been a while. Pre-100s. Yeah. So what we're doing is we're going to be sharing as many hustles of the week that have been emailed or voicemailed to us that we could find. Now, some of these are like October, like one of them. <laughs> I, I messaged them back and said, hey, we're sharing your uh, hustle of the week. Sorry it took so long. They're like, who's this? <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm sorry about that. But, uh, you know, we, if social media was our full time gig, we'd be on it. Yeah. But it, but it's not. That being said, um, <laughs> we would love for you to always yes. send in your hustles of the week. Uh, I will be better about replying. Uh, and and the phone calls are great, um, even if it takes us a little while to get to them. Part of it is it's a it's a Google Voice, and not that anybody cares how we we, we run our business. But uh, Orlando and I share it because the way it's set up, like sometimes the calls come to my phone, sometimes they come to his phone, sometimes they don't come to either phone, and we yeah. have to like log into the app to see if we got any calls. Uh, but either way, we definitely check to see Should if we, we get hustles. Should we be sharing all this? Well, what, uh, the point I'm trying to make is if we have haven't got to you it's not because we don't love you we correct, love you we love you all we care about i have no shame in emailing people six months later yeah yeah we're just uh you know, it's just the way it is but that being said please send in your hustles of the week uh and today we're going to be talking about uh some elements of hustles of the week how to find them what you do once you find them and talking about a few of these hustles that people have sent in uh because we find that hustles are one motivational. It's inspiring, right? To see that people have gotten these big finds. Uh, two, it's also something to help you keep Source. An, you know, an eye out on. You're like, oh man, I didn't know that was a thing. Or, oh, I totally forgot about that brand or that. And so it gives you, it's like a bolo and motivation rolled in one. Mm -hmm. Like remember that one time somebody uh, found, it was like a little tykes football like toy chest. Yeah. And then you found one. Like, like within three days, I found one for like three bucks or five bucks and I sold it for $150. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many people tell us that, you know, one of our hustles of the week or a hustle of the week that we shared from a, another listener led to them finding yep. that item or a similar item. So yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great, so definitely listen, you're going to take something away from this. And if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, I didn't take anything away from it. It must mean that you've got some amazing hustles. So please Send them in. Yes, please do. All right. So wanted to talk about, first of all, how do you come across these? Right. Because, you know, you hear the stories and I've been there, too, where, you know, I'm watching a YouTube. and I'm like, what? Like, how did this person find this? You know, I've been out to garage sales. I've been out to thrift stores and I've never come across. And we've all experienced this. Please know these hustle a week. We have thousands of I mean, we're not like mega big, but we're micro. OK, in the Instagram, social media, but we have, you know, like 27,000 followers and we have you know, a couple thousand on Twitter and then we have our YouTube and then we have thousands of listeners on the podcast. So, you know, we get these and it's not like this is a, this would be an everyday thing, right? Out of those thousands, obviously there would be a few that every week we'd be able to discuss. We've never had a problem. We've never had a week where like, yeah, I don't know if we have anything to share from our listeners, right? Even, even when we had I don't know. Maybe we had only a thousand listeners in the early days of the podcast. We still had a multitude, right? So please understand that, you know, if you are able to source as much as all these people combined, then maybe you'd have, you know, every day a hustle a week, but it takes time now. In each of these, usually the story is, is that they are consistent in sourcing, mm -hmm. right? It's very rare that somebody that never goes out sourcing one day just walks in a thrift store and they find like, I don't know, Michael Jackson's beat it jacket, yeah. like just sitting there behind the case, which that probably wouldn't happen. But yeah. just giving an example, that kind of stuff. I mean, so that's the thing is it's it's like getting a hustle of the week is like winning a little uh, mini jackpot up to a major jackpot and like mm -hmm. some kind of a lottery or a slot machine. Now, the way I like to look at it, though, is when you're hustling, when you're going to garage sales, you're going to thrift stores every single week, you're going often throughout the week. Um, it's like pulling the slot machine lever. But if you're sourcing, you're almost never going to lose, right? You're always going to win something. It's just going to be how much you're going to win. Are you going to source a few items? You're going to make 20, 30 bucks that day, or are you going to make a couple hundred dollars that day? Those are like normal days, but it's like a scratcher or a lottery or a slot machine. Sometimes it's the person's first time pulling it and they mm -hmm. strike it rich. So it does happen. But if you consider Hey, if I just sit in front of this machine and keep pulling, pulling, if I have unlimited pulls, every time I go outsourcing, every time I hit a garage sale is another chance. Eventually, the, the numbers are going to line up and you're going to find that item. 
Yeah, I, I'm a big believer that luck does not exist. Right? Yeah, what what was it? I think it was in um in the oh, what was the first the richest man in Babylon? Mm-hmm. I think the way it was described in that is that that luck is not really it's not so much luck as is opportunity when the ability to strike when opportunity comes like opportunity yeah. is going to come, but do you have the ability to actually act on it? Not everybody does. And so it's not that you have luck, but it's when opportunities come, do you take the right action? When a good business deal comes, when a, you could say like, Oh, that was luck. And it's like, well, you just had an opportunity. I can't tell you how many opportunities in my life I've missed. Yeah. I I've missed a ton. And, and so it's not that it's like, I've been unlucky. I just didn't make the right decision at the right time. And so, yeah, if you're consistent enough, you're out there, eventually one of those opportunities is going to come up and do you act on it? Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I mean, I, I can tell you all my big scores. It hasn't been that I just randomly showed up somewhere every once in a while. It might happen. And I'll talk about my hustle of the week, but most of the time it's been, I've been out there consistently and over and over and over again. I've had many weeks where I had decent garage sale halls or decent thrift, sale, uh, thrift uh, store halls. And then out of nowhere, there's that one, that one memorable one that you won't forget. And so, you know, part of that though is also you need to learn a niche. I think if you learn a niche, your chances are greater of finding a hustle of the week. And what I mean by that is, is if you know, right, what is valuable, if you know what it, what is like at the top range, right? So for example, you know, I, for Harley Davidson, I've never found, you know, the 3D emblem shirts. I don't know why. I've, I mean, I've been selling Harley for years never come across a three to emblem, especially the one, the hog shirts, the ones that have the hogs, like, you know, real hogs mm-hmm. on, on bikes, like those are good money. And there was a time when there were a lot more, uh, in value, like, you know, like four or five years ago. I mean, some of them could go for over a thousand and I think that value has dropped, but never have I come across it, but I've had plenty of Harley halls and it's very apparent that, Hey, one of these halls, eventually I am going to land on one of those. Right. And so, again, learning your niche, know what you're looking out for. Right. If it, you know, for example, Hot Wheels. Right. I didn't know anything about Hot Wheels until my last haul this past October. And now I I feel pretty confident that, you know, I could one day end up finding a certain Hot Wheel that is worth money that others will ignore. And it could be a hustle of the week. So learning a niche is so important, like Mike with board games. Right. You kind of know what to look out for. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I definitely have a lot more knowledge. I mean, there's there's going to be some old vintage stuff that I have no idea about, but I because I've been in board games so long, I'm going to see a board game and I'm going to say, I've never seen this before. And I'll know to look it up and spend a little bit of time doing some research. Whereas if I was, if I didn't have any knowledge about board games, every board game would be the same to me. I'd look at it and be like, I don't know, is it worth it? Probably not. And then walk away, you know, so whereas now I can, I don't have to spend that time. I could say junk, junk, junk. Ooh, this is, this is really nice. And Look at something else and go, huh, I've been selling board games for five years. I spent a lot of time with board games. I've never seen this. And so I know to look. And so, yeah, having a niche is definitely going to let you know what to be looking out for and and what to be picking up. Uh, The other thing is you want to have capital ready. You want to be able to actually act on those opportunities. That was kind of one of the those aspects we were talking about when it comes to luck. Um, You might get an opportunity. Maybe it's offer up. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's, you know, Craigslist. Maybe it's an eBay. You're scrolling through. Who knows what that opportunity is going to be? But there is going to come a time where the mega haul is going to be presented to you. Mm -hmm. But it might not be inexpensive. It might cost a good amount of money. You might have to be able to put down a grand, a couple of grand more than that, right? Because this might be the hall where it's like, if I get this hall, this is, this is it. This is a gold mine. I'm going to be able to, to double, triple, quadruple my money. I'm going to be able to do even more than that. It's going to sell quick. It's easy to list, whatever it is that, that, that makes it worthwhile for you, but it isn't necessarily going to be cheap. And so if you're sitting there and you find that deal on offer up and you're like, oh my goodness, I can pick up 20 of these things. They're worth, it's $5,000. I don't have $5,000. Or who knows, right? Like it could be any amount of money. I mean, for some, it could be 500 bucks. Yeah, it could be 500. So the thing is, you need to be in a place where you have liquid capital. You have capital that you can access easily. That's one of the reasons why we talk about the kind of the fast nickel slow dime uh, method and having a lot of stuff in your inventory that that's fine. That's a, that's a good thing to do is to, to hold stuff for a long time to get top dollar. If you still have a lot of liquid capital that you can use to strike when opportunity comes. But if you are, if you're capital poor, if you don't have a lot of money that you can go and purchase a big, a big 
opportunity that comes up, then you probably want to be moving things a little bit quicker. You need to get some of that because technically those items in your inventory, it's kind of like assets. It's it's sitting there. It's potential profit. Um, or even maybe you've got money in like a, a, a savings account that's hard to get to. It takes three or four days for the money to come out of it. Maybe you've got money in crypto, but like it's fine to have money, you know, spread out in lots of different places. In fact, you should, but you should have some money in your business account or however you do it, your petty cash that is almost instant that you can have cash in your hand that you can hand to somebody to get that deal. Agreed. And so this kind of ties into the next thing we were going to talk about being ready to make a bundle or a bulk buy. Right. And the reason I say this, like a bundle is like in a garage sale, right? It's a lot easier for you to get a score if you bundle it. And then instead of having someone individually uh, try to, you know, sell you things. Right. So I'll share later on in my hustle of the week, but I can't tell you how many times I'll give one example from the past where, you know, I had a backpack and I had a pair of shoes and then and I ended up picking up a couple other books. And then one of the things that I picked up was a Kindle that was newly sealed in box. Right. And I bundled it together and I said, how much? And they looked through everything. I wasn't trying to hide anything. They looked through it and they're like, uh, I don't know. What about 10 bucks? And then I said, ah, how about five? And they're like, sure, whatever. And that Kindle sold for close to $300. Right. And yeah, so that, that's a little savage, man. You're brutal. Hey, we've talked about every dollar counts. You can't judge me on that. So, but here's the thing. They, if I had individually said, Hey, how much for this? Right. It's very you know possible that they would have looked that up. Right. They would have said, I don't know about that. But when you bundle it, you know, individual like, Hey, I'm willing to just sell things off. Right. Because the reason I was able to get it for so cheap is that actually that garage sale was resellers trying to offload items. Mm. So they had every opportunity to look that up. Right. And so savage or not, that was on them. They could have, they could have themselves listed on eBay and made that money. But along with that, there's also the ability of a bulk buy where a bulk buy is, you know, whether it be a storage unit, whether it be an estate clean out, whether it be, you know, just somebody that you reach out on marketplace and you show up and you're like, hey, do you have any more of this? And they're like, oh, sure. I have a whole closet full of this stuff. And within that closet could be that score. Right. I, I've shared, you know, a few months ago, I was at an estate sale and everybody was going after like the electronics and the kitchen appliances. And I went to the closet and in the closet, in one of the rooms, there was, you know, a few old Brooks Brothers shirts and a couple other things. But there was a San Antonio Spurs shooting jersey. Right. And I just bundled in it with all the clothes. They, they looked through it all and they didn't think anything of it because they're like, oh, look at all this clothes in here. And I ended up picking up it was a bunch of stuff. I picked up a mixer and a bunch of stuff for about $70. And I ended up selling that jersey for over 300 bucks. OK, now, had I just said, hey, how about this jersey? And they may have been, you know, I, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. That looks old, right? But the fact or even even if they don't like look it up, like when you do individual, you, you usually are paying more. Yes. If you're like, how much for this item? Ten dollars. How much for this item? Uh, Five dollars. How much for this item? Ten dollars. Where if you bundle all three together, they might say, I don't know, 15 bucks. Right. So you end up saving a little bit by doing that, uh, by bundling it together. My typical and everybody's got their own style. I like to know whether I'm wasting my time at a garage sale pretty early. Mm -hmm. So I'll find something, whether or not it's something that's like worth buying, but I'll like pick up yeah. an item and then say like, Oh, how much for this? And if it's like, you I don't know. It really fast. Yeah. So if it's like a, a, a DVD or a coffee mug or whatever, I don't know, whatever it is I'm picking up. And if they're like, I don't know, 25 cents or a dollar and it's like, okay, this is a good place. I can, I can do some haggling here. If they're like uh, 20 bucks and it's like, all right, I'm not even wasting my time. You know, mm -hmm. I can leave. So I'll, I'll, I'll gauge off of one item, but then I'll do that. I'll bundle. I'll, I'll grab the, the 10 things that I want and say how much for all of this. That way, if I were to ask each thing, because I've done that in the past, I've said how much for this, how much for this, how much for this. And then at the end, when I have my bundle, I say, well, how much for everything? And they're like, well, I said five for that, seven oh, for that. The worst. And then they start itemizing when they pull it. out the iPhone calculator. Yeah. So yeah. it's no. better. It's better not to do that for sure. Yeah. And again, bulk buys, uh, you know, for example, uh, one of my first major deals, uh, very first, uh, was I bought probably about 300 pieces of Harley items. They were jeans, shirts, memorabilia. And, you know, within that bundle, right, within that bundle, I had some shirts that were worth $100. I had some memorabilia that was worth two to 300. I had plenty of hustles of the week within that bundle. And it was just because 
the individual just wanted to get rid of it. And it was a lot easier to just buy in bulk and then try to sort things out later. And usually, you know, I don't know Mike's rule of thumb, but my rule of thumb is if you're able to, with 25% of the items that you buy in that bulk buy, recoup your money, like that's pretty much a good deal, right? Because the other 75% is just going to end up being profit. So that's just my rule of thumb. And I try to single those items out within a few items. And I go, hey, if I can sell a few of these items and I'm I'm going to break even, then I'm golden. It's worth me dropping the money. And maybe there's a hustle a week in there. Yeah. All right. So, hey, we have a sponsor now. What's the sponsor about? Yeah. So we are, we're working with Pixel Cut. Now, Pixel Cut is an awesome program. Uh, we, we talk a lot about having high quality pictures. It's, it's one of the most important things you can do, having a good listing. And one of the factors of a good listing is a good picture. And we have amazing devices in, in our hands all the time and in our pockets, these smartphones. Uh, but it amazes me when I'm scrolling through eBay and I see how many people, even if they're trying, like it's like they've got a white background. But sometimes they're not. It's just like they put it like against a wall that's like all trash. Yeah, like, but it, there's those. But then there's ones where you're like, I can tell this person tried. Like they have a white sheet, but like you could see the wrinkles and the sheets casting shadows. The shadows and, yeah, yeah. and it and it's just not no right. No anyone. No, no, no. We all got to do what we got to do. Well, and that's the point is 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 a lot of times we don't all have a professional setup. Like I, I'm looking at Orlando, Orlando's got this, you know six foot giant light box. I've got a small little, you know, three foot light box and those are great to use. But even then you can still end up with shadows and lots of weird things. Well, pixel cut lets you take a picture of an item with almost any background. I mean, you can throw it on the ground and it means some grass. Just take a look at the video right here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. You could, you could take pretty much any background and it's going to give you, it's going to cut the item out. It's going to give you an infinite white background. It looks like, you know, a product display on, on Amazon or some website. And it's, fast it's easy and they've got all kinds of other features too you can make some cool thumbnails you can make cool profile pictures maybe you're working on a resume uh, or you're trying to do something cool on social media uh, there it's it's such a cool program it's available on apple it's available on android check it out the link is in the description below yeah and pixel cut available on android and iphone so yeah. mike and i can both use pixel cut yeah. so check it out all right now we're going to get to do we, should we play the music? Oh, yeah. we got to play the music. All right. Let's play the music because we're going to get to all our listener hustles of the week. Come on, hustlers. It's the freaking hustle of the week. Yeah. We have a lot. We got a lot here. Um, so we'll go through them and... Should uh, we voice, do the voicemail first? Yeah, let's do our voicemail. Um, yeah. We'll do our voicemail and then we're going to be reading through... Uh, through these and so and we're not gonna just be sitting here like reading from the page no this we'll be talking about is, this is an organic podcast yeah of course uh but we'll, we'll go through and talk about uh, all of your hustles and again this first one that we're going to be doing that is a voicemail uh this was from october and uh we're sorry it took so long for us to get to you uh here's the deal we'll make a promise uh, if people who call in see it's october november december january February, March. we'll get to it in under five months i promise <laughs> if you send it in <laughs> All right, here we go. Hey, guys. This is Adam Z from uh, Illinois. I got a quick uh, hustle of the week. Uh, I went to a garage sale, and um, they had a uh, they had a Wii Band drum set there um, for $5. So I picked it up and sold it for 40 But uh, under the category of what doesn't hurt to ask, I, uh, I asked him if they had any other video games, and he said, uh, he said, you're the third person to ask, and we've been saying no, but I might have a box in the basement. And what? I said, I'd be interested. And he went down and came back five minutes later. He had a box of 15 games, and I offered him $20. And he said, sure. And then I, I brought the, brought it home, started looking up comps, and realized they were all horror games. And <laughs> I was blown away. Um, there was Silent Hill 1, 2, and 3. And then uh, there was um, one called The Haunting Ground, um, half of more PS2, half of more Wii. And the the comps for the, the Haunting Ground alone were, you know, between three and $400. Wow. Um, I went ahead and priced them up pretty high, being that it's real close to Halloween. And um, I put a, I put The Haunting Ground online for on eBay for $459. And within 24 hours, I took a best offer of $420 for just the one game. Um, I sold uh, one of the Haunting Ground, one of the Silent Hills for 80 and several of the other ones for 30 to $50. So when it's all said and done, I probably will, will profit around $1,000 um, just because I, 
I asked. Um, so, uh, it was my hustle of the year really for me. So I'm kind of small time, but, uh, love the, love the show. Thanks guys. Man, what a, what a great, uh, what a great find. I mean, it's amazing that I've had two other people ask or three other people ask and I've been telling them no, but let me check. And then you get the deal. So I think it's cause he made that original deal. Like he didn't just take a no and just like leave. I mean, it could be, it could be, or, I mean, it's one of those things like this is what we talk about. Like it's not necessarily luck, right? Cause, cause he did the other people asked and they didn't get it. Uh, he got it. So you could say, Oh, it's just luck for him, but he still had to ask, right? Like he still had to be there and he still had to ask. And so the other people who asked, they didn't get this, this hustle, but if they're consistent enough at other garage sales, they'll eventually get one. Right. Yeah. So it does happen. You got to be consistent. Uh, but man, what a cool, I mean, I don't play a lot of video games, uh, but I have played a couple of, of horror games in the past and man, those are scary. There's nothing in me. I've never played any of them. Dude. They, it's like when, when the music is going and you're like in a, in a dark, walking in a dark room and all of a sudden something jumps out at you. I'm like, man, this is like intense. It's too intense for me. I'm but imagine, imagine that feeling like you, you know, and you, we've all had it where you're like, do you have any more? And they're like, oh, we haven't told anyone, but we have something in the basement. And you automatically like, you're kind of like, ah, maybe it's not that great. And then the box comes out and then you buy them and then you go home and you look it up. It's such a great Yeah, we live in San Diego, so there's no basements. If somebody told me it's in the basement, come in, (laughs) I'd be like, (laughs) "Uh, I'm going to go. So, All right. Well, hey, thanks so much, Adam, for sharing your hustle of the week via Google Home. By the way, if you want to give us a call, I'm just going to throw this out there now. 619-738-1170. That's 619-738-1170. All right. Uh, So these next couple we're going to do are emails that were sent in. So I'm just going to read the email and then we'll be talking about it as uh, as we go through or maybe after we're done. So that way we don't mix up what's them and me. Uh, So our first one, uh, here's the email. Hello, Mike and Orlando. My name is Kiola. I'm a San Diego local. Nice. Been reselling for about one year consistently now. Love your Uh, podcast. Consistent. Yeah, consistently. Love your podcast. Lots of good info. I appreciate all your efforts and you guys bring... Uh, info to resellers. My hustle of the week is a new sealed Chrome Darth Vader Star Wars 10th anniversary Lego figure. Nice. Picked it up at a garage sale in a bundle bundle of little Lego packs. Paid $1. Took a best offer on it for $285 with free shipping. And the best part about it, the sale is that it happened while his eBay store was on vacation mode uh, while he was on a snowboarding trip, man, that's the way to do it. Like, especially now that we talked about the the whole vacation mode thing. So Kilo, you're on vacation. You're, you're out snowboarding, carving it up on the mountain. You get down to the bottom. You're like, man, that was a good run. You, you hear something, you pull out your phone. What? $285 off of a $1 purchase. That is a great feeling, man. When you're on vacation and a sale like that comes in, that makes the hustle so much better. And let's, let's really talk does. about the fact that Legos in San Diego at a garage sale are never a dollar. No. Like, I can't think of the last time I picked up anything for like a dollar that was new. Yeah. No. I mean, I mean, this is like a figure though. So maybe like... The- no, it's a box. No, it's it's a whole set. Mm-hmm. It's like a Darth Vader. I have the picture, but... Gotcha. It, it's, it's, a, it's a set. So it is like Darth Vader, but like it has, you know, different accessories right. and so on, you know? That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you never know. It's one of those things like you just, you got to be in the right place at the right time and... And then, and then it happens. And they also made a bundle, right? Picked up in a garage sale and a bundle of little Lego packs. Love it. All right. So uh, another hi, Mike and Orlando. Uh, hope y'all are doing well. I've been listening to the podcast for about a month now, and I really enjoy it. I appreciate all the info, hustle of the week, bolos. You've really helped me when I source things. I've gotten my husband to start listening to the podcast when he drives to and from work. I've been reselling part-time on and off for a long time. Like uh, when you had to send money orders to pay for auctions on eBay. That's old school right there. Old school. Anyway, I had a pretty good hustle of the week. Last Saturday, I took my husband on his first sourcing trip. Good for you. We went to a local storage facility, RV Park, because that's how it is in Texas. That has an indoor garage sale. Interesting. Hmm. That'd be kind of weird. Every week run by the owners. It's really interesting, and there's always lots of good stuff. But at last uh, week, we were invited to go to the barn, which turned out to be this huge building full of stuff that owners had sourced from various places. Man, I'm, I'm really intrigued by this story. Uh, my husband found four Xbox 360S consoles, which the guy said all worked, but they did if, but if they didn't, we could take them back. That's nice. So I negotiated with the guy and ended up uh, settling on these consoles. I saw this medieval looking wired computer mouse and I thought, nah, it's not worth anything. But for some reason, I kept going back to that mouse. 
Finally, I picked it up and noticed it was a brand. You world. skipped a line, by the way. Did I? Mm-hmm. What, did I what did I skip? Settling here? on $20 each. Okay. All right. And so finally picked up the mouse and noticed it was branded World of Warcraft. I remember that multiple hustles a week were old tech, so I decided to do a little research. I searched eBay for World of Warcraft mouse and figured out it was a SteelSeries World of Warcraft Cataclysm gaming mouse. Similar comps sold $175 and some refurbished ones were listed at $375. So I looked at the guy and I said, I'm going to add this to my pile. Again, bundling. And he said, all right. When he started totaling everything up, he included the mouse to the Xbox 360 console, so he didn't even charge me for it. I tested it when I got home and it worked, but I realized that it was missing a mouse foot slash skate, the little smooth things that reduce friction. I thought about fixing it, but decided to go ahead, list it, and disclose a missing mouse foot. On Tuesday night, I listed it for $174.99, buy it now with free shipping. By Wednesday morning, I had a kind of lowball offer of $100, which I declined. Later on Wednesday afternoon, while I was printing shipping labels on my Rolo printer, <laughs> she's like branding here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Rolo, notified, <laughs> Rolo notified me that I had a new order. Sure enough, someone had purchased a mouse and paid for it immediately at the buy it now price which again was $174.99. And yes, I shipped it that afternoon. If it wasn't for the podcast, I would have never known to look at that kind of stuff. Thank you guys so much. Sorry for the novel. And then they show us a listing. So this is genie, like genie in a bottle. Nice. Man, World, World of Warcraft, right? There's a huge following for that stuff. Yeah, there's, there's a really big following. Um, I mean, it's, it's a way of life. Like people who are into that game, World of Warcraft, I mean... That's like Metaverse before there was Metaverse. Oh yeah, I mean World of Warcraft is like it's it's a thing. And so yeah, if you get the old school stuff, it's it's definitely worth money. Um even the games, uh like the battle chess of like the 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 you know old games, I mean they they still sell for money. So yeah, I mean definitely pick it up, pick up anything related to it and and you'll probably do really well. And I yeah, I like the idea that you you bundled the mouse in with your stuff, you already had a deal, and you're like, hey, I'm gonna add this to my pile. And that's like we talked about bundling makes it makes the deal. There you makes go. Makes the deal. All right. So our next one. Uh, hi, Mike and Orlando. I'm a mom of three kids under five. Uh, and I just started reselling when I went to medical leave this past year to recover from elbow surgery. I really enjoy your podcast and find it very motivating. You guys are full of great tips. Although I'm back at work now, I have continued to resell as a side hobby and actually doubled my income doing it. Nice. Uh, my recent hustle of the week was a commercial Zumex juice machine that I purchased for $400. There's that capital there. Right? Yeah, you got it. Sometimes it's got to be big. It just needed a cleaning and a $20 replacement part. It sold 11 days after posting for $2,399 plus $225 shipping. Good grief. <laughs> the best part of that was <laughs> we hosted a big family brunch and enjoyed the heck out of it for the 11 days we had it. I also firmly believe that your advice to make a video for the listing was what sold it. Thanks again for the entertaining and informative podcast, Abby. Man, Abby, that's so awesome. I love the fact that you mentioned you're a mom of three kids. That that that's a job in and of itself. Uh, you're you're working now full time on top of reselling, and it's a, doubled your income doing it. And then you get a great hustle like this, and that's you know what that that's you deserve that. You know what I mean? Like when you're working that hard, you've got all of that going into it. And you're willing to, not everybody's willing to pay $400 for something that needs to be fixed and cleaned, hoping that they can get it working. Mm-hmm. But you did. I mean, that takes, that takes a, a, a certain amount of, of, of foresight. It takes a certain amount of knowledge that you're going to put the work and effort into it. And so I think it's, it's one of those things where it's really easy for people to go, oh man, I wish I could get, you know, close to a $3,000 sale. Well, maybe, you, maybe you could, if you're willing to do the research and potentially put in a lot of work up front to make it happen. And so uh, Abby, great job. She definitely tested it for 11 days. Hey, so wait, <laughs> I mean, you got to make sure it works, right? You yeah, can't yeah. just, you can't just sell it. You gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta test the goods. I, I, yeah, She should have put in the listing. I tested the heck out of this. <laughs> All right. Hey, before we move on though, to our next hustle of the week, Hey, if you have not been able to partner with us on Patreon, we strongly, I would love if you would just go to patreon.com slash Pierce podcast. Uh, there's just a way for you to support the podcast so we can continue providing more content. Uh, there's different tiers, but it's, 
there's no paywall to our podcast, right? When every podcast that we make is always free. It will always be free. Uh, our goal is to be able to help as many people as possible. But at the same time, we also have to be real about the fact that anytime we shoot a podcast, do a YouTube video, answer a DM, post anything on, on social media, it takes away time for from my main business for sure because i'm full-time of reselling which ends up costing me money and so this helps fill in the gaps so great for all of you that have supported us again you can go down to the link uh, or just type in patreon.com slash podcast and just uh partner with us on patreon yeah and i got some good news uh, i just got the uh the discord that we've been talking about potentially setting up the initial process of it set up and so by this time next week so by the next podcast that uh, you're listening to if you are a a Patreon supporter, or you had already purchased the year on Buy Me a Coffee, uh, we'll be sending out the the link for you to help join and kind of beta test this and get this group going. Uh, so for those of you who are those Patreon supporters, uh, it's just a good way for us to kind of connect. Remember, it's not we're not planning like a cook group. That's not the point of this, but but it is a way for community. us to have community. So I uh, really appreciate all of you who support us. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't have a show. So thank you very much. 100% agree with that. All right. So here's another one. Uh, it says, hi there, Mike and Orlando. Sorry if you already have received this. I'm certain uh, messages of mine are getting through. Uh, I'm a music student opera singer uh, from Canada studying in France. I love our inter- like the international listeners. I mean, I love everyone. OK, but it's know, just like exotic. Like, yeah, because yeah, I never thought like people would listen. We have people in New Zealand, Australia. Uh, we have people in South Africa. We have people in parts of Europe. I mean, it's worldwide and it's just it's shocking to me it's just like to me mr worldwide what are we pure hustle podcast pure hustle worldwide i'm just i'm just humbled by it it's just it's wild all right uh and so says uh he said i've been bringing uh binging your episodes for a while now and have found your content to be super informative you guys seem to be uh, some very nice and legit human beings which is both inspiring and entertaining entertaining thank you i'm glad like you know we're not some weirdos or anything, you know? All right. Yeah, uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> I wanted to write you guys because I fell on one of your episodes uh, where you're talking about vinyl records as a possible bolo. First off, I just want to say that records are super competitive and finding gems is a very rare thing. For every okay record, like 5 to $10, you find you go probably through thousands of cheap, bad records. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, I'm not even I haven't even really stepped into that. And, you know, that helps me. That's not a niche I'm willing to do that kind of work for. Yeah. Every, every time I see vinyl, like I'm like, oh, is there? And then I'm like, eh, I don't know. And, you know, but but it's like anything in reselling. You have to sort you know, through a lot of yeah, stuff, if you, you know? know, if you know what you need your niche. To know. Yep. yep. Knowing your niche. But sometimes when you strike gold, it strikes hard. I did manage to get a hustle out of one of them. I found two a while back on separate occasions for a dollar ninety nine each. At our store that shall not be named, Village de Valours, also known as Savers. Nice. Wow, I don't know. Is there Savers in France? That's pretty interesting. Or Canada. This could be Canada. What well, didn't he? Wait. Is it studying in France? Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, okay. Well, I want to, I want to believe that he found it in France. Okay. Could be. All right. So, I mean, they both speak French. So, they, yeah. they, they're all parts of it. Yeah. For one of these, I should be able to get four to $500, and the other one that sold for $800 on Discogs. A site that specializes in music media. You know, that's one of the things. Maybe we need to do like a mini-sode or a longer episode that discusses platforms out of the norm. Mm. You know, because there's like Discogs, there's Reverb where you can sell like used music equipment. Hmm. Uh, there, There's like, there's some toy ones. There's some different ones. Again, doesn't get as many eyes as eBay, but they do get people that are really looking for certain items, right? So your chances of selling for top dollar are probably there. And oh, he also used a twenty a twenty percent coupon, and so got a deal. So a dollar ninety nine. What is twenty percent of a dollar ninety nine? So he got him for a dollar sixty, right? Hey, every penny counts. There you go. So the one that sold for eight hundred dollars was uh, Ruby Haddock, Orquestra Haddock, Asime Yaman, Asime Yaman, which that sounds like Spanish. So I have some Latin, so I can. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's one of the love languages, right? Anyways, but but impressive because I I just there's no way like when I think maybe it's just my uh, American centric view where like I would look through records and I would only like recognize like American artists. Right. I mean, I mean, for anybody, I mean, that's anybody you're going to you're only going to recognize what you know. 
I don't know, but I, I thought it was pretty awesome. So uh, he said, thanks, guys. Good luck, Mike, with the new additions to the family. Yeah. There you go. And uh, so uh, please forgive me if I mess up this name. Guillaume uh, Beodwin, Bodin, Bodin, and opera singer, tenor. A tenor. Nice. So my apologies. If I mess up, leave us a Google voice with your correct pronunciation. And, and sing it. And see, yeah, leave us, yeah, leave us. You know what? If you did a hustle of the week opera sound, yes, we would use we it as a new one. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if it's you want hustle of the week, if you made an opera of uh, sound effect Which, of any terrible. of our our things, we'd we'd, we'd use it for sure. We so. use that would be pretty sweet. It's got it, you know, it'd be kind of like Adam Sandler ish a little bit. You know, do you remember when he did Opera Man? Or maybe you're too young. I remember the, the Adam Sandler. Do you guys shit. remember? I, the other day was uh the other day was uh National Sloppy Joe Day and uh Sloppy you know I couldn't, I couldn't get Sloppy oh, Joe out of my head. Land. Yeah. Hey, by the way, we haven't asked for comments yet, but if you have anything you want to share, you know, a situation where you came across a bundle or you had a niche or or if some of these that you're like, you know what, I, I definitely as a result of the podcast, I was able to pick something up and and you know have a good turnaround on it. Let us know in the comments and also make sure to smash that like button and hit that bell notification. Yeah, smash the like button. All right, so that is that is pretty much all of our uh, listener hustles a week. Uh, that was nice. pretty. Uh, that was pretty quick. That was good. Yeah. Now, be, before we move on, though, I do want to share. You know, there's another uh, supply hustle, and it's American Bubble Boy. Yeah. Is that okay? Every, Can I every, call it that? Every time I get my American Bubble Boy uh, order, I feel like it's a hustle of the week. <laughs> there you go. Which I got to order some more. I'm, I'm pretty down. But hey, if you haven't yet, first time uh, buyers, if you use our code pre podcast, uh, go to AmericanBubbleBoy.com and you can get that bubble tape, bubble tape, <laughs> bubble wrap. Uh, and, you know, my favorite one, and I haven't mentioned this in a while, is my the four foot one that you get to 750 square feet. Uh, it lasts me for, for a good while, right? And it, and it, it makes your life easier when you have large items getting that big of a roll instead of like trying to you know kind of frankenstein like the mm-hmm. different bubble wraps you just roll 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 and you're done and you just tape it and you're good to go all right so definitely check it out again american bubblebubble.com promo code uh pure hustle podcast hey and if you haven't been following us on social media i strongly encourage you to do so uh we drop stuff on there all the time uh, you know, sometimes we, I do like a what sold, like a lot of people do it on YouTube. I do it on Instagram. Uh, and there's some bolos or some hustles a week actually in there too. Uh, so follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We are pure soap podcast on Twitter. We are pure soap cast. Uh, as I said before, you can always call us 619-738-1170. Shoot us an email like some of these uh, individuals have. And you know, I, the nice thing about emails, like you can, word it how you want it right and we'll just read it that way and so again pure podcast at gmail.com that's pure podcast at gmail.com and if you're listening to the podcast and you've never caught us on youtube strongly would love it if you came over and uh just uh subscribed yeah hit the subscribe button we're getting closer and closer to that ten thousand mark and uh once we get to ten thousand there's going to be pure hustle merch and if you want some pure hustle merch, I mean, we have on our eBay uh, store, we, we we have a, a couple of, of, of our old school shirts, uh, but yeah, we've got some ideas some plans for like some merch, some shirts, some, uh, but we got to get to 10,000. That's our goal. Once we get 10,000 pure hustle podcast is opening the floodgates on merch. So uh, if you want some pure hustle podcast swag, help us get to 10,000, tell your friends, tell your friends, friends, tell your friend's cousin to come over and subscribe. And, uh, and leave a review on iTunes and then that'll help us to grow. That's like the number one way. If you're like, you know what? I can't, uh, I can't do the Patreon thing. It just, it's not, it's not in the, the budget for me right now. Totally get it. Subscribe, leave a review. And that alone, that, that, that helps us keep us going. Let me share some of those reviews real quick. Let's do it. I'm going to share a bad one too. Cause I want to keep it real. Oh, okay. Well, if it's the one, the bad one about me. Is there a bad one about you in there? I think there's one bad one about me out of all this time. But if you share that one, I'll share a bad one about you. Is there a bad one about me? Oh, oh, there's 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 a few. Really? No, yeah. I mean, listen, I used to be a school administrator. I'm used to the hate. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. whatever. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh so <laughs> uh, wow, there, there's there's a lot of people in this this past month in March that shared. So I'm gonna try to go back a little bit. Um, and so this is from Patty Boomba Lati. The Evergreen Podcast for recently. What does that mean? I don't know. Okay. I said, here's what I love about Mike and Orlando's podcast. It's evergreen. Oh, they're going to define it something. So, something for us. Something that has existed for a long time without losing its relevance. Oh, wow. Nice. I got to tell you, that means a lot to me because yeah. 
we this we're episode 285 and that that's just 285 that we put numbers to i mean we have so many minisodes and yep. youtube videos I and mean, we're talking about probably yeah. 500 Minisodes, saturday videos compilation videos yeah let alone everything we've posted on social media and all that stuff so began listening in 2019 ah oh, this is a real one yeah, og uh, when I began re- my reselling journey and it, it has and it was helpful as a new reseller, I still listen in 2022. It is helpful as an experienced reseller. Good for you. I have listened to just about every reseller podcast out there. And this one, I must say, is the best facts. Thank Can you. we just end the episode? Yeah. Just, let's drop. just end it right there. Wow. Okay. I didn't even see this one. That I only read the negative one. All right. They are the real deal. They're not your typical YouTuber posing as a reseller so they can collect a paycheck from YouTube while providing you recycled garbage content reviews. Appreciate that. We do. I, you know, Mike and I put in a lot of work into this podcast, producing it, coming up with the content. It's not like, you know, we watch and, and, and some people do that. They watch other YouTubes and they just regurgitate the same stuff. That's not us. Orlando Mike have values and our educators are hard. They keep all their content free, high quality and real. They aren't trying to sell you a course made of snake oil. <laughs> They're honest when they ask listeners for any type of financial support is true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, like, hey, we appreciate it. Here's a way you can support the podcast if you're able. Lastly, it's easy to listen to entertaining and new episodes are put out consistently. That's Mike. Thanks, Mike and Orlando for sharing your passion for reselling with the community and podcast forum. Oh, man, that's a. It, honestly that it's, it's reviews like that, that, that make us want to keep doing this. Um, you know, we, we talked about earlier, I mean, she said we were honest about asking for financial support. Uh, the financial support has kept us able to keep the lights on to buy the equipment we need to be able to get the domain space, all of those things, uh, which we really appreciate. Uh, but the amount that, that has come in since we've started, this is so small compared to what we could be doing reselling other. It, it really is the fact that we've, we've, developed and built a, a network and a community of people that that it's just amazing resellers that are coming together. They're sharing hustles. They're sharing bolos. They're uh, telling us their stories. And when we hear about somebody saying that we've been helpful to them and and especially the ones where people talk about like their, their life is different, you know, mm-hmm. a, a mom of three is now making more income because of reselling and, and then just doing the job. And that helps with life, you know, I mean, when, when you hear those stories, thank you so much. So yeah, if you haven't left us a review, even if you don't give us the words, just the stars help, but man, those words, I mean, I'm going to sleep better tonight. That was good. I, I got two more. We'll end on a bad note. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, this is from am 2106. I wonder if anybody just scrubs this portion. Like they're, they don't want to listen. Are <laughs> we just panning ourselves in the back? All right. Uh, my favorite podcast is from am 2106. If you're looking for a fun information on positive podcasts, look no further. They truly live up to the pure and pure house podcast. And I really enjoy the camaraderie Mike and Orlando have. They share a ton of information and a ton of value. And I think I sometimes annoy my husband when the words Mike and Orlando said, <laughs> Jeez. Oh, no. uh, just kidding. He enjoys the podcast too. We both thank you for the work that you do. Oh, thanks so much. Seriously. I, I, it just, it just means a lot now. Um, yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> I don't even know. This is from given a gift. I think somebody, somebody had posted like that. There's a certain individual that listens to all the reselling podcasts uh-huh. and we got three stars and everybody else got two, but it still was bad. Huh? Right. So uh-huh. I, I don't think this is that person. This person put given a gift. I'm sorry. Uh, they said the best fifth wheel podcast out there. Yeah. This is the one I was telling you about. I think this is the one is, is what, 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 how's fifth wheel a, a diss? I mean, I mean, the idea was because for the last, you know, what, probably six weeks I've been talking about trying to sell the fifth wheel. Ah, so whenever we do update okay. episodes, which is every other week, so really like three to four episodes, I've said, hey, oh, this was I'm about trying you. to okay. I'm trying to sell my fifth wheel right now. This nah. is like a big deal for me. And then last week it was, hey, I finally sold it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, I would say of, you know, the hour and 15 to hour and a half that we do each episode, maybe five minutes for four episodes was about a fifth wheel. But the fifth wheel is tied into the reselling. Like yeah. you wouldn't have gotten the fifth wheel if it was not for us reselling and the podcast and and trying to level up your life. Yeah. But hey, I mean, it is what it is. Whatever. All right. They they said, I remember when this used to be about reselling. Early episodes were way better. Which is funny because you can contrast that with the first one we read. It's like completely opposite. So I want to good note. This is from a sleepy cast. Uh, so helpful. I'm just starting to get into reselling. I've been listening to the recent episodes. I thought it's so useful that I started from the beginning, episode one, and working my way back to the new episodes. It's even more useful going into reverse. That's awesome. 
because you know episode one and two i'm kind of like yeah yeah maybe we should maybe we should take like the first 50 episodes and take them down and then like put them in a bundle like or people once they become like you know they understand PSL podcast they know who we are they know what we stand for they know the content we put out now then if they want it like we can like here's a link to those ones you can listen to those ah, but i feel bad when people go to those and they're like who are these yahoos because yeah those first few episodes man but, 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 but somebody else said that we were more relevant in the first episodes so you know yeah, it's, well. a, it's a anyways we we are grateful for all of you and we just want to say thank you for all your support, whether it be just writing the reviews, whether it be Patreon, whether it be just smashing that like button, we are grateful. All right. Let's talk about your hustle of the week and my hustle of the week. All right. So for my hustle of the week, uh, this one, this one wasn't actually a purchase, but this was one of those things where being a reseller caused us to think differently. Uh, so my wife, when we first got married, you know, or even when we were dating, she would, you know, you learn about your past, like what they did, like their what they did in high school, all those things, right? Like, but, but their life was like sports they played and jobs they had, all those things. And one interesting thing that she told me is she goes, yeah, my mom and dad, when I was in high school, um, made, like they bought a, like created, I guess, a, a donut shop for us kids to work like before school and after school. Okay. And they did it for them. They were like, let's, let's open up this donut shop. So they opened up a donut shop called the, I think it was called the sugar shack. And this was back before Starbucks, like, took off mm. and so they had at the time a really nice espresso machine like i'm talking like a really nice espresso machine they had all the, and they were charging you know like four four dollars for a cup of coffee and at the time people would come in they're like four dollars for coffee what's wrong with you guys you know <laughs> and i think they were just a little bit ahead of the the curve on that but anyways um we were going through their we we're helping their mom and, and dad at uh, like basically their garage they have a connex unit and we were going through it, throwing away trash. And we see this like old school, not old school, but like a, like a legitimate commercial espresso machine sitting in there. And they're like, oh, that's just taking up space. Let's throw it away. And so it was heavy. We were looking at it and it's pretty beat. Like we're, I'm talking like you can tell mice have probably been in, in it. There's like the wires, some wires are chewed up. It's not one that you can actually plug in and test. There was still water in the reservoir yeah. for years. Right. Yeah. So it's like this thing is, is, is pretty beat. But it was a good brand. It's I'm sure I'm saying it wrong, and you probably know the brand. It's uh, La Pav- La Pavoni espresso machine. Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce yeah, it either. But, but it, I know but, what you're talking but about. But it was it's a commercial. Can you spell it, you spell it out? Yeah, so it's L A P A V L A space P A V O N I, and it's a it was a commercial size one. So I'm talking it's big. It doesn't even have like a regular plug that you can plug into a wall. It has to be like hardwired into a wall. Okay. Right, and it has it doesn't have a place for you to pour water into like water. There's a water line that goes into it. Yeah, so I have one of those. Yeah. Really? So, but anyway, it's like, I'm looking these up and there's a grinder for it too. I'm looking these up. And if you have like really good condition ones, uh, they'll sell on eBay for over a thousand dollars, but this thing is heavy. I'm talking, this is a big thing. And so I'm like, okay, if we sell this on eBay, we're going to one, have to clean it up. It's going to take hours. I'm probably going to have to figure out a way to wire this in to test, make sure things work or sell it for parts. So let's just say I sell it for a thousand. eBay is going to take their cut. And that's a thousand with the shipping. That's not like a thousand plus. I can have them yeah. cover shipping. So a thousand, they're gonna the the shipping is gonna eat into that quite a bit. So by the time all is said and done, probably gonna make like five hundred dollars off this thing, okay, yeah. right? So we're like, let's just list it locally for like seven hundred bucks and see what happens. So yeah. we listed it on offer up, and it sat for a while. And finally, somebody we had a few people reach out to us, and and you know, is it available? Yeah, okay. And then they never like ask any more questions about it. But somebody was like can you test the grinder? And so we tested the grinder and that worked. And they're like, all right, 450. And we're like, sure, why not? Right. So <laughs> yeah. we sold it for $450 yeah. and uh, we gave the money to her parents and her parents gave us uh, some of the money as kind of like a thank you. And we didn't necessarily do it because we wanted to get the money for it, but we wanted to help them out. And so they were ready to just throw this thing away. Yeah. And as a reseller, a lot of times you look at things and you're like, yep, throw it away. Yep. Throw it away. Like, wait a minute, maybe let's not throw that one away. Right. And so uh, had I not been a reseller, I think this would have been one of those things that have just gone into the trash, especially because could we have done it on eBay and maybe even made a little bit more? Maybe. But I think the the amount of work I would have had to put into it to make maybe another hundred dollars mm-hmm. wouldn't have been worth a hundred dollars, you know, like of, of no, work. I, I get time. it. I mean, I, I have I mean, even in here, I have stuff that I like I have Starbucks machines. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's not always right. So yeah, this thing was probably between the the machine that had the water in it and the grinder, it was probably close to a hundred pounds, like probably like 80 pounds for the whole thing. So it was like yeah. a big unit. Um, and almost, so almost free. Yeah, exactly. And so the fact that we were able to do it locally, uh, cash in hand and, you know, I don't have to worry about a return. I don't have to worry about, I tested it and there was, you know, mice poop in the whatever it's like you know we showed you pictures we told you you didn't have to worry about it and it's done it's we don't have to worry about it anymore and it was cool just to be able to help her parents out and give them a little bit of money for something that they were willing to throw away and uh i got to learn a little bit more about uh what it was like for my wife working at the sugar shack so it was kind of a cool experience so sometimes your hustle of the week is you know you're working really hard and you find something and other times it's something around your house right and the way you think as a reseller changes the way you think you know, you're not just looking at things as I'm going to throw this away, but you might have an, uh, uh, something break in your house. And instead of just throwing it away, you're like, you know what? I know parts on this thing sell for, mm-hmm. for money. And so the way you interact with the things that you own changes once you become a reseller. Yeah, agreed, agreed. You're, you're motivating me. I have a, uh, you know, those things where you put coffee, the dual coffee, mm-hmm. like, I don't know what they're called, but it's a pretty big one. And yeah. I made my profit on an espresso machine. I paid like 304 and I sold it for like a thousand and it was part of the bundle. And I just, it's been sitting in my garage, done nothing with it. Maybe it's time to list it. List it. I mean, worst case scenario, list it local, you know? No, well, that, that espresso machine was sold local. I yeah. feel really bad. I sold it right before that thing hit that made us all stay home. Mm-hmm. And, uh, was it for like a restaurant? Somebody yeah, they were just opening. Oh, it's a bummer. I did. Well, we knew, knew, you know? I mean, yeah, you never know. It but. was like a month later. I'm like, I wonder what, what those guys did with their business, you know? Yeah. All right. So I wanted to follow up with uh, my garage sale find. And if you listen to our update episode from last week, I had talked about this estate sale. I I woke up at like seven in the morning. I was being super lazy. There weren't a lot of garage sales. And I just showed up at this estate sale. So quick recap, I show up and it's one of those. These are these are wonderful. It's one of those where it's not a company that's doing the estate sale. It's just, you know, a couple of family members and they're just willing to, they want to offload everything. And, you know, they, they did know some things were worth money. They looked up on eBay. So for example, there was a reel to reel that, you know, I've, I've sold reel to reels before for, you know, two to 300 bucks. And, uh, you know, I've, I've paid like 50 and they wanted actually the two to 300. And I'll, you know, the best is when you see somebody with it and, you just, I feel bad. That's not the best, but I feel bad because you already know that what's going to happen. So, you know, I remember the person going, so how much for this? And they're like two to 300. And the person's like, what? Two to 300. And she's like, yeah, I looked it up. That's how much they're worth. And I was like, okay, you can't, you can't, you know, try to source that. So anyways, long story short, found multiple boxes in the back with clothing that they just wanted to donate. They didn't even want money for it. And on top of that, I bought a huge bin that was just full of, of of toys and broken Star Wars toys and so on. So let me let me break down so everything here. So I paid ninety two dollars for everything uh, that day. Okay, in that ninety two dollars, I picked up all all kinds of stuff. So the very first thing that I sold within a couple of days was a vintage Pendleton made in the USA uh, flannel shirt with the leather patches. You ever seen those with the leather patches on the elbow? Oh, right. So yeah, that's yeah, yeah. a bolo. Instantly, it sold for $70. Remember, I spent $92, okay? The next thing, I was walking by, everybody had passed up on this, was a Magic Jack, sold, new inbox. You know what those are? Like, there was a way, I guess you can work around and you get free long distance or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. that little black like, box. Those were like, as like seen on TV, yeah, 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 yeah. So that one sold for $60 within two days. So remember I spent 92, I'm already up to $130, right? On everything. So I'm already in profit. Then after that, this is, this is my favorite sale. And I, I did I mention this toy on, on our last, I know on Instagram, I shared about it, but there's this thing, this toy called hypnos, the ultimate enemy of Pulsar. Oh uh, yeah. You showed me that. It's a toy from cool. 1978. Okay. And what was cool about it. Uh, and you can look this up online. Uh, there's a couple of YouTube videos on it too, is that like you press it and it spins in the middle of his chest and it sparks. It literally has sparks going on. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh seems very safe. And I didn't, I didn't know about it. Like I thought it was cool. And I looked it up and I was like, Oh man, it's not working. And then I looked it up on YouTube. Always look up a stuff that's vintage on YouTube. 
because maybe you're missing something in like how to operate it. So I found that you just had to hit a switch in the back and sure enough, it started sparking. So I listed it for 150, which I knew I was did you make a video. I did. I made a video. Uh, I didn't use the video listing in eBay itself in the new listing format. I actually did the whole YouTube, go to flippertools.com, yeah. copy paste the HTML. And it sold within a day. I took the best offer of $85 uh, plus shipping to Canada. So what's that? 85 plus 130. So now I'm up to what, what is that? 200 and $215. Okay. Then on top of that, while I was at this sale, I remember we went outside and this other guy, a young reseller was sorting through all this junk. And he's like, Hey, Hey man, just let you know, all this stuff out here is free. They're just going to throw it away. So I went through it and I found this bag. And in this bag, I only know this because I've, I've sold some vintage He-Man toys, all these random like He-Man accessories in there that were going to be thrown away. It was a Skeletor, like exoskeleton mm-hmm. and a Skeletor sword from 1982. And I listed those and those sold for $20 plus ship. So now I'm up to $235 for my $92. And that same day, not at the same garage sale, I went to an estate sale super late. And they had these little baggies full of like uh, tanks and like tractor trailers are like military grade, not military grade, but military style. I paid $2 for all of them. I sold the, the, some like mini, their Roco ROCO trailers uh, for $30. And then I sold four little mini tanks for another $30. So 60 bucks. Right. So in total, I spent $92 entirely. That's including everything I bought. I'm up. Oh, I, I messed up on my math now. I'm up 200. So 92 Sold so far everything for $295. And I still have like eight other Pendleton shirts, 10 other polo shirts, all vintage. I still have a bunch of Star Wars toys. I still have Matchbox toys. I have, I don't know what else. I have a, a lot of, I have a frog. Everybody liked this on Instagram, the frog um, wicker basket mm. that uh, I, that sells for over a hundred bucks with marble eyes. So anyways, this is what I want to share in all this. I'm not doing this brag, but what I want to say is just get out there on Saturday mornings because you never know. I had no expect, I had zero expectations, seriously, zero expectations. And sure enough, ended up being one of my gr- best garage sale hauls uh, of the year. And now we're in March and you know, I spent $92. I'm pretty sure when all is said and done, I'm going to net close to a thousand dollars on everything from just that. I went to like three garage sales that morning. So that is my update to my hustle of the week. I like it. All right. Hey, here, another uh, another item that we find that is a good hustle for us is the skull shaver. Yeah. You've been using your skull shaver lately? Oh, yeah. In fact, today was the first day that uh, I, I got to work. My my go- my plan was to to shave between the gym and work. And uh, I got into to work and the kids started coming into my classroom. And I realized... I had left the skull shaver out in the car and I didn't shave. Oh, so no. I went a day and I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't even know what it's like to have like a day's worth of growth. I feel so weird. I must look like a bum. Uh, and it's because I'm so used to always having like a fresh, clean, shaved look uh, because I use skull shaver and it's fast, it's easy, it's efficient, easy to clean. It's got a battery life that lasts you forever. And uh, and going a day without it, it's almost like becoming an addiction to use skull shaver. Mm. And if you haven't tried it yet, you'll understand why because it is such a good product. Uh, it's high quality. It's It works fast. It works uh, efficiently. It gets really, really close uh, and and it, it lasts forever. So if you haven't uh, checked out Skull Shaver, go check out Skull Shaver. Put in uh, our promo code is HUSTLE, uh, maybe a capital H. Try it that way. HUSTLE, and then you'll get yourself a nice little discount. Let them know that we sent you. Uh, and then you can have that that fresh, clean look instead of, uh, you know, looking a little bit, uh, you know, not so clean. Hey, I'm telling you, it's so close to shave. It's good. It's beautiful. It's real good. All right. So what do you do now? Right. We've gone through our hustle week. Thank you, everyone that emailed, called us. Those of you posting on Instagram and Twitter and everywhere your hustle week. Really appreciate that. Uh, even on TikTok. Uh, and so what do you do? Right. You just sold this super valuable item. You made a good amount of money. Right. And there's some things I wanted to talk about because... I think I think there's the real part of it that not a lot of people like think about. And I'm glad you tuned into the end of the podcast because I think this is valuable information. So the first one is make sure you properly ship it. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, because it's one thing when you're shipping a $20 item yeah. or even a $50 item. But 
when you're dealing with some of these where you're talking thousands, we've had hustles a week over, over $5,000, $10,000, right? Like mm-hmm. crazy deals. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a different ballgame, right? Like even, even how you, you insure it, how you pack it. Is it something worth driving for or flying for if it's, you know, expensive enough? And so yeah, you definitely need to make sure you're protecting the, the asset that you have until the money is clear in your bank. So what's that look like? You know, extra bubble wrap, extra tape, whatever you, you got to do to keep it floating the box, make sure you insure it, right? Last thing you want to do is send over, you know, a thousand dollar item. Now, if it's over 2,500, you have to insure it. Like there's no option. Uh, if it's over 300, eBay makes you do a signature confirmation, which I, I think that's a good limit. But you want to make sure I, I strongly believe in expediting it, like in the sense that you could send it ground, but the longer something is, you know, on the road, the greater the chance of it getting damaged. Right. And and usually my top high end items that I sell uh, and, you know, I don't have a ton of them, but, you know, I have a few items that are close to a thousand or over a thousand. Those items, I will expedite the shipping of it, like two day shipping or, you know, three day priority if it need be, just because, you know, something is in a truck or the truck, you know, who knows what will happen. Uh, just, you know, you always want to be make sure that your item gets there because I don't know. I just feel it's it's worth the extra time and effort to avoid the hassle. Yeah. And, and even just customer service wise, if, if somebody's paying that kind of money for an item, they're going to want to get their item quickly. You know, that's just that's just the world we live in. You go, I can go on Amazon and buy a, you know, $10 pack of pens and have it like two days. Mm-hmm. So if I'm spending over a thousand dollars for an item on eBay, I'd hope that it would get to me in a couple of days and not like, well, this is going, you know, seven days, you know, that, that just doesn't, yeah. that does not good customer service. So even if it costs you a little bit more and maybe build that into the shipping uh, or just understand that that's kind of in the price because you, you want to have those customers be happy because you definitely don't want to return on that. And that kind of leads into our next point, which is uh wait to withdraw the money, especially if it's a big sale, right? If you're getting a 5,000, 10,000, even, even a thousand dollar sale, even less, right? $500 sale. Don't pull out the money. Don't go out to the most expensive steak dinner you can afford. Uh, don't, don't, don't blow all of the money yet because you want to wait until you get past that return period. Uh, some of my bigger sales, not all of them, not most of them, but I've had a couple of my bigger sales where, you know, you get a week or two into it and all of a sudden you've got a return request. Oh, it's the worst feeling. It's just, yeah. And, and especially if you've already like this sold, I mean, it's the emotional roller coaster. It's the, uh, I can't believe I'm making this much money to, yes, I did it. The money's in the bank to now I got to return that money. And is this item going to sell again? And it's that up and that down. So if you kind of just wait and you're like, man, sweet, I got the sale. All right. Fingers crossed that we make it the 30 days or we make it however long your return policy is. Because then, then you can celebrate. Then you could actually do your little jig. You can go out and get a nice dinner and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Like, remember the master's jacket sold 800? Returned because it didn't fit. Yeah, didn't you have like a DVD recorder thing? Oh my goodness, it sold for close to a thousand, and they said it wasn't working right, and it worked just fine. Yeah, that that I will say those those were now. Granted, I had the money in the bank, but it it never feels good. Never feels good. So, all right, and then the last thing I I would say, if you could duplicate the house of the week, like how did you come across it, right? Or Put a safe search right on, on, you know, Facebook marketplace or offer up or, you know, put safe search on eBay. I mean, if you can find a way like this is, you know, I would say most of these hustle a week, they're pretty, they're pretty hard to come by. Right. But I've had items in the past where, you know, um, one, one I'll, I'll just bring up and I've mentioned this before, like I used to be super, uh, remember those, uh, those, was it Omni, like a body fat, uh, loss of fat. I don't know. The one that measured your uh, body fat. You know what I'm talking about? I mean, there's a lot of things that measure your body fat. <laughs> Are you talking about a, uh, like a electro body fat? No, no, analysis? no. It was one like you held the handles. Um, anyways, that, that's your electro. That, that's, is that are, what, is that the it, generic it, name? It, the, well, I mean, that's what it, it's doing is it's, it's sending electricity through your body and it's determining how much impedance there is in the, in the electricity is how much body fat you have. Oh, is that what it does? Yeah. And those are like very inaccurate. Okay. So I'll talk about this. So, Omron. It was the Omron handheld body fat loss monitors. And so I'll never forget the first one I picked up new. I didn't even know. 
it was like five bucks. You know, I got it at a garage. So I listened and I sold it for like $180 uh, two years ago at the peak of, you know, that thing where we couldn't leave our homes. Okay. Then after that, I was like, how can I duplicate this? How can I make a lot of money on this? So what I did is I put safe searches. Now I'm sharing this now because the market's gone way down. It's not like what it used to be. And I'll never forget. I came across somebody who had five new ones and I had to drive like an hour and I, it was on Facebook marketplace and I showed up, I think it was the first time I might be sharing this and they didn't care. They just want to offload it. I don't know why they had them. And I paid $20 for, I think it was five of them. And they all sold for close to $200 a piece. Crazy. Now I never shared that as a hustle of the week because at that time, I just kept wanting to find more. And I sold so many. The used ones were going for like 70, 80. Now, now they go for about 40. So it's still like a bolo. Mm -hmm. But again, find ways to duplicate that hustle of the week. Uh, and, you know, be wary about how you share it on social media. Maybe you want to wait. I know we all get excited about wanting to share things, but, you know, we're also resellers at heart. So you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot and kill your own market. I mean, if, you know, the, the larger presence you have on social media, the greater the chances that you can destroy your own your own market on a certain thing. So be aware. Uh, but again, you know, make sure you ship it properly. Make sure uh, that you are, you know, aware that things may get returned unless you have a no return policy. But things can still get returned. Just, you know, heads up if, it, if they claim, you know, item does not match description or whatever. And then uh, make sure, you know, you're able to duplicate it. So, hey, this episode was a lot of fun. I love sharing everyone's wins and learning from everyone's wins. And so uh, do you have anything else you want to close us out with here? Yeah. Uh, be consistent. Get out there, be consistent, work hard, know your niche, and uh, and you'll make that hustle happen. And with that being said, make sure to be real, be relevant, and be reselling. Peace. Peace.